the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer? Are we We are. We're on the air. Y'all have answered like four questions. <laughs> Long questions. <laughs> yeah, so we'll have to discuss them. But, uh, yep. We can't remember them. Well, just make up something. Oh. We're, not, we're not above that. What is this directional heater you have back there? Oh, well, you can move it. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Move it. I, didn't, I was trying to. got a, a radiant heater back here that put it in back. <laughs> uh huh. Well, it doesn't have it on shorts. No, I don't. But yeah, we can move it. I was thinking we could put it kind of oh, there. Oh, that won't work. Oh, uh, well, I don't know how to put it. You did good. Actually, I could put it behind you over there and plug it in. I no, might do that. It just, just warm me up that way. Well, I got an idea. I'm going to try it in a second. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Give us a call and be a part of the show. Uh, and uh, tell us what's going on in your world. Uh, David Rodriguez. Excuse me, David Rodriguez just got finished up with his uh, presentation. Had about 30 or so people. I can't believe that many people come out to listen to David Rodriguez. It's amazing. Yeah, it was a good audience. For yeah. The, oh, yeah, big time audience. For the weather, my gosh. And the parking lot is full of. Uh, yeah. And I saw a Christmas tree in the back, in the back yeah, of the somebody, truck. I think. Uh, Today's the last day to do that. We'll have to see if, if Trace will uh, consider extending it. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, that's what Jerry's talking about is if you bring your uh, your Christmas tree to Millburgers, they'll uh, mulch it up, and even if you didn't get it here, by the way, and uh, they'll give you a 20% off coupon to be used for any regularly priced purchases uh, through uh, February 28th. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a good deal, and today on paper it's the last day, but uh, we'll see what Trey says. He's, uh, he's sometimes, you know, if he, he'll kind of wink at the radio and tell you that it's the last day, so we'll see if he does that. But anyway, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. a beautiful day, and people have they've got some new citrus, it looks like, in, over there. Oh, good. I don't know what varieties they've got, but... Uh, we got some. We got some good news uh, the other day from uh, Greenleaf Nursery, who furnishes most of our citrus, or has in the past, and they have sublet, sublet, I guess, uh, the citrus out to uh, 
uh, uh, the largest commercial uh, citrus grower in Texas, and uh, and they're going through all that rigmarole of uh, because of the citrus greening, because of that they they're going through all that. So they don't have to cross borders. Yeah, you can't can't you have to grow them in a greenhouse and and you have to certify the wood that you you know the way you get the cutting from and all that stuff so it it looked like and this was from the president of greenleaf it looks like that uh we're going to have have citrus especially the orange frost and even go they're even going to do bumper Ooh, wow. are they going to do bumper they're huh? going to do bumper huh and uh <laughs> That wasn't one of our original cold-hearted recommendations, but the stupid thing is so so prolific and it's produced every year. Uh, uh, we kind of added it to the list of recommended uh, varieties because, uh, like like this last cold spell we had, it didn't even didn't even burn regular satsumas. But there's only two or three degrees difference. But uh, that yeah. that was 19, 20 degrees. So that's that's good. I'm waiting to see how bad my uh, lemons were. I I covered them pretty well, but I didn't use the heat heat source. And I, that that I should have used the heat source because the limes came through real well. Oh, did they? And then the other thing that surprises me a little bit, my uh, Grapefruits are not going to completely defoliate, but they got damage. Yeah. Too. I don't know if they just uh, because of all that foliage growth they put on, they didn't set any fruit this year. Yeah. And so they put on a lot of foliage. It was new growth. Yeah. And bumper always makes makes me a little nervous because they (laughs) it's got more had more peaches than leaves, and now more satsumas than leaves. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Less satsumas. I got peaches on the mind now (laughs) after that long conversation about peaches and raccoons. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I, again, it just the whole my backyard is no different than everybody else's out there. Don't be too quick to uh, take action. Besides, we got some more cold weather coming now. That's right. From uh, Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, I think is supposed to be the. It's, uh, it depends on when, yeah, what twenty-two or twenty-five, depending on the forecast. But perfect. Perfect uh, chill chill hours. Yes. Oh, yeah. We're this. I this mean, looking, it's perfect chill hours. It's looking good. Um, and get yourself uh, some of those. Uh, they call them drop lights or mechanics lights. Relatively inexpensive. They're easy to use. Yeah. And uh, and they've got, they've got a protective cover. Yeah, around they're them safe. Kind of keep they're, them they're mostly the... now they're kind of a plastic fiber. Yeah. Thing and so you. You put them, uh, put them in underneath. You just slide them underneath and uh, plug them in. And uh, I was going to say absolutely safe. That's too much. That's too strong. But relatively, they appear to be relatively safe. Yeah, I think so. And uh, you, you know, if you, the worst that could happen, I guess you would get a short and or a kind of a it might burn burn part of the to the tree, but. Really makes a difference. Those few degrees of uh, that, oh, uh, yeah. that little bit of uh, that little bit of heat, especially, especially when it's such a long duration freeze yeah. like that was. And this this uh, based on the forecast in the paper and also in 
the internet, th- this might be another 24-hour cold spell too. But not as cold. Not as not as cold. But did that? Uh, no, uh, not did, as long. Did. And it turns it, it depends on where. What what did our uh, <clears throat> man in Austin say that uh, they had? In Austin, they had 60 hours. Right. We had. I estimated 30, but uh, I'm sure it must be more like 48 that we had. And it's colder in the hill country. Yeah. So get ready. It's coming back. And we'll get with Roy in a few minutes to find out the particulars, but he's gathering up the weather now. Is that right? Oh, yeah. He's on top of this thing. I know it. He's on top of the building, isn't he? (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. So what did you have, an extended conversation with that guy with something ate all his peaches? Yeah, he... (laughs) Well, I think think that's a pretty consistent... Experience that people have backyard peaches in yeah. near San Antonio or in the hill country. Um, the first tree, the first tree you get your. Well, he he was waiting. He had like sixteen peaches there, and he was <laughs> waiting there about a day away. He went out there the next day. Everyone was gone, and there's no remnant. Yeah. And that, boy, that sounds like raccoons, but it could be possums too. But. A uh, you know a raccoon family or yeah just I drag them off to their favorite tree oh, and just sit down and eat them. them yeah but but the, he had he had a wire around him too didn't yeah he? he did that wouldn't stop a raccoon yeah well he was wondering about the deer and the the deer I think if they had gotten him that would that wire would have been all bent and yeah they're yeah not, that's they're true. not. Clever climbers and yeah, the rangers like raccoons the, are. Yeah, the raccoons got little hands, Milton. Yeah, and they, all, they use all, them like little hands. Oh like yeah, that. they use them. I told him I wouldn't be surprised if they're out there, sitting in his backyard, kind of analyzing him in <laughs> the trees. Let's see, do we have one more day before he picks yeah. us? <laughs> Checking the weather. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot of times they'll feel them. You know, oh really? Yeah. You know, uh, uh, I know coyotes on watermelons. Yeah, you've heard we you they, 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 they feel them, and you can see the scratch, scratch on the on the deal, and it, it goes away. If it's a green melon, he he'll test it, and then they come back when when they're ripe. Hey, so we got smart little animals. We got Larry on the line at 308-8867. <laughs> hey there, Larry. Welcome to the show. How you doing today? I'm doing fine. Good. What's going on? Are there any buttons you could push? I'm not getting anything. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, years past, on a Pearl Brewery, on the last Saturday of January, they had given away fruit trees. Are they going to do that again this year? Uh, they gave away, let's see, how many had that already? Uh, the, the, tri- the tree people gave away... Uh, some uh or they they weren't fruit trees i don't think uh i haven't heard that they're doing it if if they do it uh we'll we'll announce it on the show but, okay uh, i haven't i haven't heard anything about that but i know what you, i know the what you're talking about did you get did you get some last year yes uh-huh what'd you get 
I, I got a, a orange or a tangerine tree. Oh, good. Did it and make it through the cold? No, it did not. So that's why I okay, want to get well, another well, one. What do you mean it did not? Did it just lose its leaves? No, it it died last summer. Oh, it had a Isn't real a... funny. They they put out real funny leaves. It wasn't normal at all. Instead of the normal peach leaves, they had like little, very fine, uh, feathery type leaves, and then it just wilted away and died. So, huh? I don't know what that could be. I don't either. I was I checked all the uh, internet that I could think of and. I didn't get any satisfactory answers to why those funny leaves and then why it died. So, so anyway, the, so, well, were the leaves? Did did they have uh, each leaf have uh, three three little leaflets or three little sections to it? Uh, you know, oh, I can't, well, you said they're feathery. It it almost looked fern like. Not at all a peach leaf like the other tree has. Yeah, I, I imagine that was rootstock, but I I don't know of a rootstock that has a feathery looking look yeah, little like, leaf structure. Yeah. Did it did it bloom? No. No. Oh, it did it not died. bloom. Oh. Yeah, I just got in on this conversation here. So, um, yeah, the the normal the Nemegard rootstock. No, this is citrus. Oh, okay. I thought you said peaches. No, well, he did, but he oh. actually he meant okay. uh, satsumas. Right. I have oh. I have a satsuma orange or tangerine. I'm not sure which they are, <clears throat> and it did real well. Do you it know had, the name? Do you know the variety of it? Pardon? Do you know the name of it or the variety of it? No, I don't. Uh huh. Okay. Did it, it did it lose its leaves in the in the cold? Yeah, it did well. It did well. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Well, if if we hear about that uh, plant giveaway, we'll let yeah, you we'll know. Tell. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank, thank you for much. calling. You take Bye care. Now. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight. And Leonard is on the line. Hi there, Leonard. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing real well, thank you. Uh, What's going on? My question is, uh, I have two acres, and I have several different oak mites, and I'm interested in uh, 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 filling in some uh, some understory, either shrubs or small trees. Uh, and I was thinking maybe uh, something around uh, uh, like Leopard Holly or Burford Holly, Something that would uh, maybe grow up to six to ten feet. Uh, you have any yes, yes, that? Uh, the, 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 all the hollies uh, will will do well for you in a situation like that. And okay. uh, you, you'll you just want you just want to pick the one pick the one that is the ultimate size that you want. Okay. You, you know, standard yo pond will get 15, 20 feet. Okay. But uh, but uh, the dwarfs stay smaller. Okay. Uh, is there, is, uh, did he, uh, a Burford Holly size, you're, you're, you're thinking? 
No. I think I had a couple of uh, Mufford hollies around the edge of my house that I had removed to put a sidewalk in. They were about four and a half to five foot tall, and they looked real, real, real nice. Yeah. Have you have you ever looked? Uh, do you, what do you think about those Sandanqua viburnum? They're evergreen. Uh, okay, uh, I'm not real familiar with those, but uh, I would I would be willing to take a look at them though. Yeah, they they really then it's a nice shrub. I like them. I I got them uh, underneath my uh, live oak and hackberries. Yeah. Uh, do they do well in deep shade? They do. They do all yeah, right. They do pretty well in deep yeah, shade. Yeah, they do all right. And the, okay. the they survive. It's kind of like the some of the hollies. The, the thing about them is the the performance is pretty consistent, even though there's a variation in the amount of light that they get along the whole line. That's that's one of the best selling points on them. Is uh, uh, could you tell me that name again, sir? Yeah, it's called Sandanqua. It's okay. a viburnum. Oh, okay. It must be some kind of hybrid viburnum. It's the one that's most common uh, here at Millburgers and at other nurseries. Okay. Do you have time for one more quick question? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's all Uh, we got is time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having a gentleman come over this week and remove uh, some ball moss uh, from my oak trees. And I was wondering if after he removes the ball moss, is there anything I can spray on there that would retard uh, them coming back for a while? Nope. What, are they killing your trees? They are are not killing the trees yet, but uh, when I moved into the property 20 years ago, I did not have any ball moss, and now uh, 90% of the trees are just covered with it. Uh, are you in town, or are you? I'm out. out in, uh, I'm out. Uh, I'm out. Uh, Little past Sea World. Okay. Yeah. I'm in well, you're, though. You. I used to live out at Sea World too, and my my live oak trees got to be about 22 feet tall, and that was it. <laughs> That's and right. So they, yeah, they just there was no soil in there. They quit growing, and then that's a common situation for ball moss if. Uh, they get real comfortable growing in that lower area in those uh, stagnant uh, live oak trees. Not not anything you can do to prevent it. It's just a, it's a seed plant, really. And uh, uh, the the wind will blow those seeds right back on there. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. But well, well, everybody I'm else has got you. Everybody else has got your problem too, so don't, you know, join the crowd. He is one of one of the uh, natural wonders of Central Texas. There you go. It's unique to Central Texas. We had an A and M professor that was actually studying ball moss, historically uh, studying uh, the spread and use of ball or occurrence of ball moss, I guess. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I ever saw the study. I'll make a trip over to Millburgers this week and take a look at that uh, Sandiqua by Burnham and some of those hollies. Okay, good to good Yeah, to that you. sounds good. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Leonard. Bye. Bye. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, we're Bye-bye. going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. 
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. What's your gardening goal for 2018? Well, you know what? Millburgers can help you with that goal this year and for years to come. Maybe you're looking for a water garden feature. Millburgers can help you with that. Maybe you just want to improve your yard and make it look nice. Maybe the lawn needs a little help. Millburgers can help you with that. Maybe you've always dreamed of growing fruit trees. Cons. Millburgers can help you with that. Millburgers carries plants that are specifically recommended for this area and have been tested in South Texas. Millburgers carries the products you need to keep those plants healthy and happy. And the experts at Millburgers, the staff, they know what they're talking about. So you can get the professional advice you need to make sure your gardening experience is A1. That's Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And by the way, head on over to MillburgerNursery.com. That's Millburgers. MillburgerNursery.com. You'll find out about all the events that are going on at Millburgers. That's MillburgerNursery.com. And Millburgers is 1604. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. And it's about to get worse. The IRS just hired an army of new tax enforcers. So, if you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And they're Clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop that army of new enforcers from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a half billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. Call now for your free consultation. Call 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. If you've got nasty pests bugging you, if you've yeah. got roaches or ants or spiders or scorpions, Yuck. or if you've got rats. You need to move. Is that what you're going to say? Call. No, I was going to catch a call. Call Spider-Man first. Oh, oh, oh. And uh, let's see if uh, Calvin's back on the mic there. Uh, Spider-Man Pest Control has been doing this since 1976. How many years is that now? That's 40-something years. I remember when he started. I'd been here two years. Is that right? Yeah. Did y'all get together and talk? Yeah. Okay. He said, what do you think about a 
pest control company. Speaking of pest control. Yeah, oh, so. All right, so hang on a second. <laughs> so the nice thing about Spider-Man, too, is uh, he's trusted by companies uh, for his, on his professional side or on the commercial side uh, that whose livelihood depends on this, uh, whether it's... Uh, uh, rodent control because uh, they're a, uh, a restaurant or uh, whether it's uh, don't yeah, don't sit there or uh, other <laughs> other problems spider-man will help you and take care of your needs and uh, he does it right and oftentimes uh, that's how I met Warren and spider-man was the uh, person he was helping had called a number of other places and they came in and they tried to fix it and they charged her and it didn't fix and they came in, the next company, I think Spider-Man was the third company, and he fixed it and fixed it right. And so she wisely said, Spider-Man's my guy. So you can make Spider-Man your guy, too. GoSpiderManPest.com is the website. GoSpiderManPest is the website. And 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721 for Spider-Man Pest Control. Lots, he lots got raccoons out of my attic. Good. <laughs> I was going up there and shoot them, but I was afraid I would miss or either wound the raccoon in the attic. Yeah, and I, I heard that the bullets go through the roof. Maybe. Yeah, that, that, that's, what, that's what it dawned on me. That's, yeah. that's what he called Carnegie Solid. David looks a little cold. i tell you what. Can you, you believe that many people came out to hear you talking yeah, this cold weather? 72 people. That's what John told me right now. 72? Oh, I my goodness. I, I, Calvin. I, 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 uh, I, I didn't count that great. I don't doubt That's it. What the sign sheet says, seventy-two. Yeah, the parking lot was full on both sides, okay. and yeah, there was. Uh, I, you know, it's. I'll go along with the uh, extension service Stand, counting. Standing room. I only. remember how that was. That's standing right. room only. Huh? Standing room only. <laughs> I was a good. Now talk. that was not true. There were empty chairs, well, guys. That, that was at to, the end of the talk. I had to say that. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I saw nothing but I, I, people standing up I, in the background. I, I will not argue. It was. It was a wonderful attendance, and yeah, uh, everybody enjoyed we, we, themselves. Uh, and so it was on your growing fruit trees in your at your home. Yeah, it's a it's an annual fruit tree seminar. Millburgers has an excellent selection of inventory in the right varieties for the area and, and in around there. And already they've got. A lot of trees on. They look good. They look really yeah. nice. So we, we kind of touched on. Uh, we didn't cover too much on citrus. I think we're going to talk about that in May or June, I believe. So it's mainly the the main uh, low input, high input crops. Some of the things to look out for, and and uh, a lot of good questions. People are buying citrus. Yeah, yeah. We had had a guy come back with a a uh, uh, we're orange. Uh, a, a lemon, a lemon, oh, lemon right. frost, and lemon. I think, I think it's Mr. Moore's lemon. Okay. And we are also going to get a weather lemon. report, and we're going to alert people Uh-oh. because last year uh, a lot of us did a great job for the first freeze in the winter. Oh, there you go. And then we left, did not do anything that second freeze, and it was gotcha, devastating. Huh? Um, David, I used the. I got myself some new mechanics lights. You know, they call them dro- those drop lights. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. gosh, I, I, I uh, use those for. The ones clip on to like. Yeah, and okay. I just laid them on the okay. uh, in the containers under the lime trees. Oh, and, uh, okay, work real well. Uh, yeah, blanket and uh, uh, fabric over it, and it worked really well. What I should have done is also put it under the lemons. I okay. didn't because the lemon, my lemons. 
I didn't use any heat, and they look a little so tough, the, is ragged. That, is that pretty waterproof, like if it gets wet or rains? Or yeah, because it's... Uh, rain goes through it. It's uh, And it's kind of lifted off the ground. Oh, okay, good. good. And then, then you also, if they're in a container, you generally have got the, the blanket or, and, oh, okay. and the fabric okay. over the edge. So you, you, you could get soaked in there, but a no, normal rain would just oh, okay. go good, off the good. side. It's enough. Good. Yeah. Good. And they're not that expensive either. No, so, they're yeah. cheap, but yeah. inexpensive. Yeah. And you just put your extension cord out there and uh, hook them all up to it. But Calvin says that uh, they only last about five or six years. Oh. Before, I did not before say that. The, they're just making fun of me. Before the, uh, I was complaining so, uh, about the pla- planket <laughs> threads only lasting five uh, years. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the point I was trying to make was that don't do what I did. Wait till the last minute to dis- discover that your, uh, th- you know, your twine pull, pull cord, yeah. Just Pulls all apart, so Uh-oh. I had to quick do the Uh-oh. clothesline. That would be a nice little YouTube video. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> Calvin rejuvenating his blankets. <laughs> but, but anyway, what kind of? You said you got a lot of good questions. Was there a theme? Is it? No, nah, a little bit of everything. A little did bit you of have to blackberries. Dis- oh, cool. We covered all the crops, pecan, and did you have to disappoint crops. anybody with one of those? Can we grow this here? Well, the big, yeah, you know, they want to grow barlet pears and things that grow up north. And yeah. uh, I said, well, you can try, but you know, it'd be best off doing varieties that have proven the test of time and. You know, we, we, we don't want to discourage people, but we want them to learn, too. And well, so plant this, but plant this as well. Yeah. You know? It's always better if yeah. people are successful with their <laughs> yeah, growth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, David, have you gotten any... Uh, we Jerry and I were just celebrating the cool weather, the chill-off hours. Have we gotten any kind of preliminary report on how many chill hours um, in the hill country? I'll talk to Jim Thomas up in Fredericksburg. I think he keeps that weather state. Yeah, that, yeah. He does all that. They so. do. I think there's a, I think he, you can go to his website, but let me check on that. I think we had a, had a schedule. Yeah. yeah. Larry, Larry said that we only had 200 hours here last year. Yeah. So yeah. That's all, totally. Yeah. Because yeah, I think February negated most of that because of how warm it was, right? Yeah. Well, the 200, uh, that's consistent with my backyard because of the Florida Kings uh-huh. did really well. Nothing else. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. June last Golds year, okay. or, uh. Okay. Real Grande, none of none of them did any well. Okay. And they're low chillers, cons- yeah. comparatively low speakers here. Okay. okay, interesting. So that, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we if we have close to three hundred hours in the, in this area. Yeah. So, oh we, yeah. We haven't gone through rodeo yet, so you know we still got more. Yeah, that's going to be cold in there. More cold weather. Ahead When's of rodeo? It starts soon. The rodeo. Oh, yeah, February. So, yeah, real soon. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shoot, you got three weeks left, man. Yeah. 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 I heard you knocked them dead at the botan- at botanical garden the other day. Wednesday at the botanical garden center. center. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Citrus talk, and I think it went pretty well. Yeah. Pretty. Uh, they said 50, 40, 50 minute talk went to an hour and a half. Wow. Wow. <laughs> no. As long as they're not, not walking out, right? Hey, Manuel. <laughs> as long as they're not walking well, out. Well, you're just like Manuel, huh? <laughs> <laughs> now, this, this year, I made sure that uh, you and Dr. Stein and I had a new picture made. Oh, okay. my, my, oh, yeah, I have my, 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 uh, but I didn't use that new picture. I know, you I didn't use the me. old picture with you with a mustache. Yeah, and I know, about 50 pounds there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So I want you to rework yes, the deal for yes, the new sir. picture. See, he has, his, oh, him. he has his spies out there giving it on. Well, there he, you go. He was, I didn't realize that, but he was moaning and groaning about your picture. Yeah. <laughs> My God, David looks great. Look at him. He looks yeah. so youthful. This yeah, didn't, we didn't, we didn't uh, hear the irony or the spite in there, did we? Yeah, well, I have it. I, I, you're right. I have to change it. I yeah, have that picture. yeah. It looks much better. And you got the new picture, yes, sir. right? It okay. looks much, much better. Dude. Who took Who yeah. took this picture? That's on a news release. That's the best picture I've ever seen of you. I don't know, sir. Well, it must have been you his, need to get a his great grandmother when she was still I, I, there. I, I, I'm smiling. Ah, <laughs> you're smiling and uh, look and calm, man, man. relatively calm. <laughs> cool, David. Anything else is going on with the extension service? And well, we're doing the children's vegetable garden program. Oh, I guess that's it's always a uh, uh, great sponsor to help us at the Botanical Garden. So if you go to the Bear County Extension Service website and um, uh, plantanswers.com, we have the blog on there too, right. Master Gardener website, or the San Antonio Botanical Garden website. It starts uh, close to the end of February, so children from 8 to 13. Uh, try to get them registered because that feels pretty quick. And then our Spring Master Gardener class starts um at the end of February, we're already filled for that too. So, spring's almost here. It's gonna start moving yeah, quick. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, but it's all good. We're rec- we're recruiting for that new uh, master gardener class in South Texas, which uh, Bear I, County. I have a lady that's gonna call Brian. Oh, good. She's interested. She's yeah. It's gonna be for Carnes, uh, uh, Atascosa, and Wilson County. Yes, it's gonna be combined, and uh, Bear County master gardeners and. Guadalupe, Gonzalez, and Comel are all helping uh, helping us with the work. Jerry's on the uh, agenda, and I'm yeah, on the agenda. I said I'd David's on the agenda, too. Are you on the agenda, too? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm giving them a tour, I think, of the Botanical Garden, I think. Could I'm, be, yeah. yeah. I, I believe so. It's I, on my calendar. I, t- I told them I'd talk if they didn't ask about gophers <laughs> or grass burrs. Oh, man. First time they ask about gophers cut, or grass burrs, I'm out of there. Leaf cutter ants. Leaf cutter ants. I, I had to be the, the <laughs> in-between person there. Okay. <laughs> the neutral. <laughs> I, I, said, I said, why don't you want to talk to Jerry? He just moans and groans, and he always agrees. And they uh. said, yeah, but he can really moan and groan. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be uh, we need a master gardener uh, class down there, and uh, and, and you're, uh, it's, y'all gonna alternate between those counties, right? Like hosted. This yeah, the tra- and the training is gonna kind of Jerry's yeah. gonna do his vegetable in no, Anastosa, and then well, I'm gonna do uh, it. Uh, well, I'm gonna do Mitchell Lake uh, Audubon uh, for the butterfly and native plants. Okay. Good. So, and I, I think he had, uh, I think they got Bill Welch on the, the agenda, too. Wow. It's wow. a nice, yeah. Always, and uh, Bear County, same way, you know, the master gardener training is the best horticultural localized gardening training yes. you're going to ever get. Right. Rel- relative information for the internet. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, folks that are dealing with gardening in our conditions every single day, plus the experts that are also uh, dealing with it. So it's serious now. If you could take the training, you're expected you're expected to use that training uh, uh, to work on significant projects for the for the community. Yes. But it's fun. You learn a lot, and uh, 
you are doing something really significant for the community. If you're bored, you know, and you're good, but you like gardening, that's something you ought to look into. Yeah. Maybe his class is full, yeah. but yeah, you well, could jo- you could join the, uh, you could go to the training in the, uh, Down the Wilson County, yeah. the South Texas yeah. one, or or uh, Guadalupe County too. Are they, who, who, how they how they registered for that? Through Brown, yeah, they just go. Yeah, they can go to either any of the, those three counties, or they can go to the uh, South Texas Home and Garden Show. They'll be they'll have a big exhibit there. And, oh, okay. Yeah, to register folks too. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. James is on the line. I think James wants to include everybody in this. What's going on, James? Hang on, David. Hey, beautiful day in Texas, man. How y'all doing? Okay. Yeah, What's I got question? a question for uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. David Rodriguez. There you go. Okay, hang on. Um, hey, David, this is James. Uh, is that okay? That chainsaw, uh, chainsaw tangerine I got, all those uh, tangerines that are hanging on the tree got frozen uh, last week or what, a week before. Uh, is that seed still going to be good for germination? So am I supposed to answer Yeah, that? yeah. You're supposed to unless answer. unless oh. your, your you radio show I have a problem with just, uh, it. Our radio show is. So you uh, want to eat the seeds or plant the no, seeds? No, you want to plant the oh, seeds. Oh, but yeah, they're, they should be fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, James doesn't have that problem that I do. I have oh. to make a decision because <laughs> I just swallow the seeds. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> what, what kind of bottom? High in fiber. What kind of what heat now? mat do we need? About 70, 80 degrees on the heat mat, or do you know? Under the seas? If you, if yeah, they're warm early, on otherwise wait until it warms up. Yeah. Right? He, he wants to plant them indoors and in, in, uh, yeah, potting mix. Yeah, that's, that'd be about right. To force them early? Yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll do it. Any, any warmth, though, will get them to come on up. Now, Chang Shaw okay. Tangerine, well, that, that'll be kind of a. Uh, uh, attention that they're not used to. They're, they generally, it's somebody throws the seed out. And have you ever have you ever grown them before, James? Uh, he got them from Mountain Yeah, but, yeah. but uh, everybody's that, not everybody, but people are asking me for them, and uh, I'm going to go back to growing them again. Those yeah. are from Malcolm Beck's, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, they're from from Malcolm's uh, Grove. Yeah, you know. Uh, you know that you know from each seed you'll get two or three uh, seedlings. Well, I I guarantee you there's twenty four or twenty six seeds per per tangerine. I know that. Yeah, I'm talking about after they sprout when they sprout. So you trim it to the best one, right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, you'll trim it. You'll get three or four, what we call new cellar uh, seedlings from each seed. Uh, or for most seed, and okay. uh, yeah, you after they get a little bit taller and get a tree loot true leaf on them, you can cut them cut them down to the best uh, best sprout at best sprout. Well, I can do that then. Okay, well, uh, if if you think that seed's still good after it got frozen, I'm gonna get a few trays started then. Yeah, it's good. Okay, okay well, thanks for good work and thanks a lot. Thanks for calling, Hi, James. James. Hi, James. You, you take later, care. James. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867.
8867. Which did you have one more thing? No, just thank you, gentlemen. Have sure, a wonderful thank you. day today. All right, back in a moment on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. What's your gardening goal for 2018? Well, you know what? Millburgers can help you with that goal this year and for years to come. Maybe you're looking for a water garden feature. Millburgers can help you with that. Maybe you just want to improve your yard and make it look nice. Maybe the lawn needs a little help. Millburgers can help you with that. Maybe you've always dreamed of growing fruit trees. Cons. Millburgers can help you with that. Millburgers carries plants that are specifically recommended for this area and have been tested in South Texas. Millburgers carries the products you need to keep those plants healthy and happy. And the experts at Millburgers, the staff, they know what they're talking about, so you can get the professional advice you need to make sure your gardening experience is A1. That's Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And by the way, head on over to millburgernursery.com. That's Millburger nursery.com you'll find out about all the events that are going on at mill burgers that's millburgernursery.com and mill burgers at 1604 and bulvardy road dale wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money cycles have normal restrictions upon them and if it was a pure and open marketplace you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever but my friends when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world Cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 at 9.30 a.m. The Answer. As a dad of four young boys, I get a front row seat to sibling rivalry. One of my greatest hopes as a father is that one day they will grow out of this battle and learn to love each other unconditionally. Unfortunately, sometimes those battles wage on and decades later, they become amplified after the loss of a parent. I'm Charlie Weisinger, board certified estate planning attorney with Weisinger Law Firm. One of my greatest passions is helping families navigate through difficult losses and put wills and trusts in place to make sure that sibling rivalry doesn't turn into World War III after losing a loved one. Let my team help you create a plan that provides structure and peace for your family so your kids can focus on loving each other through the hard stuff. We're located just north of San Antonio in Selma, Texas. So call me, Charlie Weisinger, at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800 or weisingerlawfirm.com. That's W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R lawfirm.com. Weisinger Law Firm, peace through Hi, this is Rhonda Bone of Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations to serve you. Most of us have some unwanted fat we want to get rid of. Try Sigform HCG, a homeopathic fat release system. It displays no known adverse side effects, targets the abnormal fat deposits that we don't want for well-needed energy. Increase blood flow for fat burning with a healthy lifestyle plan and no dips in your sugar level. Come in and get your information on Sigform HCG at Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations. 624 Southwest Military Drive at Shopper City Mall. Call 210-924-6922 and 8059 Callahan at the Grandview Shopping Center at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. 210-344-1482. Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, 9.30 a.m., the answer goes with you. That's 
because we're no longer trapped inside a radio. We are now everywhere you are, and you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous on iTunes, on iHeart, on our own app, on our website, on conservativeradio.com, on your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. We're talking gardening with you. Give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And then we can, you want to see if uh, Roy's ready with the weather? Yeah. All right. Well, Roy, so I'm kind of asking you on the air now. Are you ready with the weather to tell us what the week's going to be like? Or you need a little more time? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. What you got? Here's Roy McDonald with the weather uh, on 930 AM, The Answer. What's you say, Roy? I thought I would get a little bit better intro than that, but, you know. Hey. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll work on it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Let's take a look. So, all right. So, a bit of a front coming in. Tomorrow, actually, a high uh, of 56 Should degrees. I be able to hear him? What's it's that? It's low. You can't hear me, Kelly? You're, you're a little low. I'm a little low. Let's see. Is that better for you there guys? There you go. There you go. All right, there we go. So tomorrow going to be clear skies, high of 56, but that low tomorrow, 29 degrees right now is what we're looking at for a low. So it's going to mm. be getting a little cold, uh, possible freeze, and that's early in the morning, if you guys are wondering in terms of the time frame. That's early tomorrow morning. So late tonight, it'll, it'll get starting cold on into the morning. So wake-up time will be a little chilly. Monday to start out that work week, 20% chance of some isolated showers uh, high of 62 degrees, low 39, and cloudy skies throughout the day on Monday. Tuesday, looks like those showers might stick around. 50% chance of some rain on Tuesday. High of 39 degrees, low of 35, so a cold, possibly cold and rainy mm. day on Tuesday. And that uh, that that chilly hair is going to stay around because Wednesday, high of 40 degrees with a low of 25 that morning. So. Week. What's that? I said, eek. <laughs> so what, what's, it, what's it going to be tomorrow around uh, noon? Around. To, uh, noon till 2. When Milton <laughs> got us out here on the porch. Yes, yeah, so you guys are going to be in the mid-40s tomorrow around that time. Mm. Mid to high 40s around that time. That ain't bad. That's what we are today. Yeah, that's, that's about oh, what it is right 50s. now. Okay. Is it? Okay. Yeah. It says 51 on um, my... Yeah, you got. You must be standing. Are you standing in the sun? Where are you at right now? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're we're in the shade, <laughs> just like a weather guy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thursday, uh, only about a twenty percent chance of some showers on Thursday. Warming up a bit. High of fifty degrees. Low of thirty-three. And then Friday to round out the work week. High of sixty degrees. Low of forty with partly cloudy skies. So it looks like. The uh, early uh, early part of the week is going to be the coldest there, the first couple of days of the week, but it uh, it warms up on the back half of the work week. So are you predicting snow like some of the weather people are well, you saying know, there's a chance of snow yeah, on Yeah, it Tuesday? definitely is, and that's what I was looking at here. It's it's definitely a chance of some snow. looks like uh, uh, Monday or Tuesday-ish at some point, possibly Tuesday. It's going to probably be, you know, uh, maybe not snow, but maybe something like that slushy that I think they call it like a wintry mix 
kind of yeah. like that slushy, maybe not snow, sleetish well, hopefully type. Hopefully it won't freeze on the road. Yeah, yeah, but it's going to be cold, so make sure you get something to kind of wrap those pipes or cover those pipes up. Thank you, sir. No problem, guys. Great job. What is I, it? Uh, pipes, pets, pets, and plants. And the people. Three, the three Ps. P- three Ps? Pets, plants, pipes. Okay. They don't care about people. What about people? <laughs> they, they figure people take care of themselves, I guess. All right. 210-308-8867. Yeah, it sounds like it's got another cold week. More chilling hours. There you go. Yeah. Perfect bring chilling it. hours. Those plums are going to be good. I, I like I like us to get our chilling hours at 33. Oh, rather so than 22. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the 22s and the 24, 25, that, that, that means we've got to mobilize. Because, uh, you know, our citrus, uh, again, the the, the uh, limes and the lemons that made it through, they, they probably will need to be protected again. I've seen I've seen two or three citrus plants walk out of here today. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. And and people are still using them. Now, if I, if I were you uh, and, and you got a lemon or a lime or something like that, I would keep them in containers so you could protect them and then plant them this spring. Yeah. Like in March or April, February or March, April. Yeah, and you can just, you can put them out beside the house or, but then in, for those cold nights, just drag them inside the kitchen. There you go. Because uh, it's uh, just not worth it, you know, for 12 or 24 hours. It's not going to oh, hurt yeah. the plant. And you don't have to worry about covering. Especially so, for lemons and limes and things like that. So uh, it was interesting. On my column, I r- wrote about just kind of a general rambling discussion of of freeze and uh, uh, f- impact of freeze. And I mentioned the uh, Rufus hummingbirds. Right. Yeah. At the and end. Uh, Judy got Judy. My, my wife Judy got emails. Saying that because I mentioned it, she she rushed out there when that morning that the sugar water feeders were frozen and put a, a new feeder out there so so our Rufus would be. And I got a bunch of uh, it's funny how that kind of personal note gets a lot of attention. Yeah, and that, that people uh, a lot there must be a lot of Rufus hummingbirds that are in. Because they've got some too. The yeah, people that call have right, got that, some too. We saw we've had the same exact ex- experience in it, and it's kind of they look uh, feel like it's unique, but that's uh, generally through through this community we we must have a lot of Rufus hummingbirds wintering here. So yeah, when I was in Tennessee, I was <laughs> I was talking to a, a hummingbird expert and. Uh, he 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 uh, actually he studied birds of all kinds, and uh, he actually gives the master gardener training in uh, right up there in in, in West Tennessee, and uh, he said all we got is that ruby throated around here, you know they're they're thick around here. I said we only get those when they migrate through. And, and I mentioned Rufus. They don't have many Rufus up oh, there. Oh, no. They all come from the West. Oh, they come from the West? And they, and they kind of wander all over, they must. <laughs> Most of them go in down into South America, but uh, they kind of cruise up this way along the Gulf Coast. Yeah. 
and uh, San Antonio gets a lot. A lot but he he seldom sees a roof. Yeah, but they do. Every once in a while, there'll be a uh, an alert. But so the the roof is, you know, even like uh, north of us in Texas, or or like over in Louisiana, yeah. they would see them sometimes. So. And it's, it's pretty interesting. They're tough little buggers. Well, nobody fussed at you for feeding them in the winter? No. And people are sensitive about that. But the <laughs> uh, it's the strangest thing. All of the experts agree, as far as I can tell, that it has no impact on them. They make their decisions independent of sugar water feeders. Now, I can't help but believe it's conven- it's kind of convenient for them. Oh when, yeah, when, when, especially when all our blooms are they have frozen off. Yeah, for yeah. for the longest time they were relying on my Cape honeysuckle. Yeah, and snapdragons and stocks, but none of those uh, blooms are are there anymore. So their sugar water feeder seems to be yeah something. To, and of course, container plants. Uh, we got lots of uh, cool weather annuals that are. Uh, like a lissom is the lissom got really got hit in my yard in the in the gardens raised bed gardens, but uh, the containers weren't affected at all. Those uh, our friends the uh, primrose they made it through without without much problem. I don't think I've ever seen uh, hummingbirds on the on the primrose. Butterflies sometimes. Yeah. So, gosh, yeah. So, uh, l- let us know if you've got uh, if you got that rufous hummingbird, the uh, same as as a lot of people have reported in the emails, and then also what your uh, what your what blooms made it through uh, the winter. Most of the roses got knocked. Yeah. Knocked off. I don't think many blooms made it. No. Not much, but uh, Kevin got a, like I said, got a good article in uh, today's paper, Section C, and my essay, and uh, like he said, he he talks about a lot of different types of plants and uh, how they how they uh, you know how how they made it through that hard freeze, and that was that was a pretty hard freeze. Uh, Said uh, snapdra- snapdragon, alyssum, calendulas, stocks, petunias, and roses out in the open had all their blooms frozen. Yeah, pet- uh, petunias are, are peculiar like that. We talk about planting them in the fall, and uh, w- w- once they have a hard freeze or a freeze, it doesn't kill the plant, but they never bloom again until like, the spring. Yeah, it's a little bit. They're a little slower than the snapdragons to come back in the spring, yeah, but snapdragons yeah. will uh, probably you probably won't see blooms on them until late February. But they really bloom heavily. The ones you planted in the fall bloom heavily in the spring, uh-huh. uh, if you if you can tolerate that uh, no no growth spurt. It surprises me, my alyssum. They just the plants were just wiped out. Foliage and blooms in the uh, raised bed yeah but then on the uh, patio and containers they're going strong and fragrant uh so there there must be a really distinct temperature or a n- number of hours there that they're sensitive to 
Yeah, uh, you said you said uh, talk about cold period defoliating evergreen plants. It uh, looked like uh, viburnum, boxwood, ligustrum, Texas mountain laurel, pittosporum, loquat, and most other woody evergreen plants made it through in good shape. Now, I also didn't free- see any freeze damage on uh, uh, on uh, the the ground covers on on the ground covers like asian jasmine no i didn't see some any. some freezes uh will burn back asian jasmine yeah. and uh if if it if it if your asian jasmine get burned back or this if your asian jasmine has gotten out of control like mine is uh climbing trees and slow moving children and everything else uh, what you want to do, is you can cut that back now, trim, trim it down to the ground now, and uh, then it'll regrow in, in uh, late February and March. You know, we were talking, I think, last week about the uh, Theralis and the uh, uh, Esperanza Duranta. The Duranta froze back, uh, Esperanza, Point Siena, of course, Firebush, but the... Uh, Theralis had damage, but not nearly the huh. freeze, freeze back as the, as the others. You know, and they're Esper- and that's in the bed with right with the Esperanza. It surprised me a little bit. Huh. Yeah, you you think uh, Theralis would be more cold sensitive than Esperanza would be? And uh, of course, that Cape honeysuckle that well, the thing from South Africa that blooms in the fall and hummingbirds love and butterflies love that really gets nailed. Right down to the ground when the when the freeze like this shows up. You you mentioned that the immature loquat fruit was frozen. I've seen some loquats that had freeze damage, bad freeze damage on them, and some not even touched. Really, I, I imagine there's a cold tolerance, a cold difference in yeah. tolerance of those things. Yeah, my, because mine, they're all from all from seed. Uh, they grow from seed, yeah. Hey, we got to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We'll come back. We'll talk to Trace, find out what's going on. Trace needs out. to talk about those uh, primrose. Okay. It's okay with me if it's okay with Trace. All right. We'll take a break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The Answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Trace is up here on the porch with us, and it's going to tell us what went on. And he's got a count of David's presentation, too, and uh, it was a nice crowd. It was. Uh, there was approximately 84 people there. A uh, couple people, I guess, they got a little too chilly for, but <laughs> somebody sat in their seat, so more people showed up after the fact. Yeah, okay. <laughs> very cool, and it was yeah, well-received? Very, very well-received, lots of uh, information, as well as all of our adult seminars. Um, and that's uh, you know they're always timely, and uh, you can learn a lot just by sitting and listening mm-hmm. to David. Listen we to saw someone that too. took our advice on the commercial and brought a notebook and a pen. 
I've, there were several. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Why did we bring this? Some of them started a little bonfire to warm up with. Yeah, yeah, we had a fire down there for them. Oh, did you really? Yeah. really? Yeah. That was smart. And David, David was trying to get closer and closer to it. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Then, he, then he blamed it for coughing, so he was walking uh, <laughs> Can't win, can't win. Well, Trace, what's going on at the nursery? Uh, we've been getting a lot of stuff in this week. We got a lot more trees, fruit trees. Uh, we started restocking the uh, the basic shrubs, yeah. And we'll be doing more of that uh, the next several weeks. Yeah, we had questions about uh, viburnum and hollies this morning. As we got you know. a good chunk of hollies in, but not all of them. Uh, and uh, viburnum, we actually have a we had a pretty good selection before. Uh, S- yeah, Sendanqua. We got Sendanqua in uh, in three gallon, and we did get in some fifteen gallon this week. Yeah, that's one that I'm getting to appreciate more and more. Once it gets established, it's you got to be got to give it plenty of water and watch it. When and it's a great deer resistant plant. Uh, and about uh, it's nice. makes a nice solid hedge, and can take. Uh, we we're talking about it. It does pretty well through a, a variation of light conditions yeah if anybody wants a screen that's uh for a shady circumstance yeah. uh, that's one of the ones we recommend and, and it uh let's see i think mine is about seven feet eight seven to eight feet tall sandanqua so yeah it's it's not it's a nice plant what happened to the shed over here did you get tired of looking at that or what well, at some point, it was becoming a, a hazard. Uh-oh. Okay. And we decided that there's a new way to approach things. Okay. And so we're going to, back over here where this, I know that people on the radio can't see, but just to the right of this pine tree, yeah, we're going to erect a new uh, structure out, for outside. Door. And we're going to have it manned with... Hopefully, four cashiers plus the two inside. So wow, goodness! We're going to have more cashiers to try to help the flow in and out of here. There you go. Um, and we moved it, and we're moving it off to the side, so they will be able to exit straight out into the parking lot. It won't be a uh, congestion right here in the middle aisles. So right. Everything, okay. everything about it should uh, should pan out better. That's good. good. Well, that's a better answer than Charles gave us. Charles says. You better not pursue it because we're going to change the way you guys are doing business too here at the radio show. But so we we were all quiet and, uh, <laughs> and respectful. Well, cool. So we got the fruit trees coming in. Uh, things are coming in each change day. Change the subject. Yeah. yeah, I'm changing the subject, Calvin. Hey, um, uh, Trace, I'm just getting to be. I'm, I'm, I may change my allegiance from the uh, cyclamen to the. To those, to those primroses. That's they un- they're unbelievable. They have performing, uh, and uh, I hesitate to say outperforming, but I can I can come close to outperforming the cyclamen. Yeah. They just, so you give them, after the, that freeze, I gave them a little drink of water. Man, they perked right up. None, didn't lose a bloom. Uh, it's just, and I didn't cover those even with the uh, fabric like I did the cyclamen. So my cyclamen went through it really well, too. Which I expected, but uh, uh, I was just a little bit surprised on I didn't, that the primrose performed pretty well. We haven't really haven't watched that as closely as we have the cyclamen. Well, in, in my uh, my durability test, where I left one of each out for the cold, uh, they, the primrose I think held up better. And if you got if you're kind of looking at your landscape and just like we talked about all those 
booms that got knocked off from the freeze and you want to perk it up, that primrose, uh, along with the cyclamen, both of those for the shade will really uh, be good. And, of course, pansies are looking uh, good out there, too. So there's, a lot, there's lots of color to, you know, you've got through May... So you got a, it's a good investment in terms of the uh, cool weather uh, color stocks. You're those big. Oh, they're pretty, aren't stocks. they? Yeah, you can smell them just walking by. Unbelievable. Huh. Are those them out there with the? That's that. You okay. can even see them from here. Yeah. yeah. Here's there. some right over here, Melton too. Oh, I see them. Yeah. Cool on the little uh, wire thing. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Gary, those two. What? Deer eat those two. Oh, do they? Okay. I had them on my front porch next to the pansies. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know whether they ate them or just stomped them down or oh, I ratted think, them out. Yeah. I think they they must ate them. It's, it was your theory all through the years that somebody would come up with a question and say, why aren't we using this plant? And Jerry would always say well, I can't remember, but I'm sure there's a good reason. Otherwise, it would be, still be used in that plant. But, That's true. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the stock, the stock. Uh, I, that's what I expected, that they would be, the deer would like them, too. Petunias, they, they'll eat, too. And the petunias got that that fragrance that we some, yeah. sometimes we think should uh, help make them deer-resistant. And uh, saving the date, the big rodeo celebration, the rodeo tomato celebration is yes. coming up. Is that, um, I'm trying to remember what date. Is that on the I, calendar? I want to say it's the 13th, but, the, but you, yeah, better, with, you better look. With music and all kinds of cool things. And we're going to have chili again, repeat for hmm. popular demand. Cool, same folks. Same uh, folks. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking. So we'll have it where you can have chili by itself and you can have Frito pie. And uh, the booth will be run by uh, Greg Phillips and his uh, Nature's Creation Company. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for the events. I, yes. saw the, I saw the Fiesta pins. Oh, yeah. We didn't get to yeah, look at them. Yeah, let us look at those. Well, they are pretty. As bad as cherry and the um, tomatoes, rodeo tomatoes. And so when we do get into that, if you did not get a 2017... I believe we still have a few that we can uh, dole out for the donation that we're going to do this year. Speaking of, uh, no, I can't make the segue. Uh, so we saw somebody with a Christmas tree in the in the back of their pickup. Yes, sir, bunches of them. Is that today the last day, or is there maybe if they come uh, tomorrow? We will keep on Good. them. Good, okay. Good deal. All right, if you're not familiar with what that is, if you uh, bring a Christmas tree in, we'll we'll say today or tomorrow. Uh, Undecorated, please. Yeah, uh, Millburgers will take it off your hands. Doesn't matter if you bought it here or not. Undecorated. If and Melton keeps doing that, you might have to get him out a chisel and a hammer. He can start mulching those trees himself. Why? What? what am I oh, doing? I was just I mean, you're ext- extending the. The season. Oh, oh, oh. Well, I just did it one day. Recycling season. I just did it one day. I think Trace was actually willing to do it more than one day. Um, But anyway, uh, get a 20% off coupon for any regularly priced merchandise through the 28th of February. With everything coming in, um, there's lots of stuff to choose from uh, as you go. So you'll have that certificate ready to go. So come on by and bring it to Millburgers. They'll mulch it up, reuse it, and uh, 
uh, you'll have a, uh, a nice green thing that you've done and get a nice gift certificate for doing it. All those hollies and fruit trees we're talking about, you can get those too, huh? Yeah, they, that would apply. Wow. Good de- Good deal. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Anything else? Uh... I, I want to give Jerry some sad news. Oh, no. And, and I think I mentioned it once before, but Carborough Seven, yeah. will be gone. The new formulation, I'll, when I get it in, I'll, I'll come and show it to you. But Carborough technically is not going to um, exist. So if uh, if any listeners out there want seven, what I still have in stock, there you go, is still seven, it's still carbaryl. But the next new wave will be another active ingredient inside. Uh, Jerry, speechless. I know. <laughs> so there's still concentrates. There's still some dust. Okay. Um, Maybe no, there's no ready to use it. So uh, anyway, it still exists at Millburgers for a short time. Did so. you hear why they took it off? I did not ask that question. They constantly are taking yeah things. My away grand my grandmother used to use seven. When she couldn't get DDT, she'd use seven on carbaryl. Mm. Fifty years ago, sixty years ago. Yeah, deodorant was commonly used. Yeah, and there, there yeah. was all kinds of stuff. I think you said she lived to be uh, about eighty-five or okay. ninety years old. That's respectable. Yeah. For, for after using too. all yeah, that, yeah, true. After using all that DDT and and carbaryl, kept, kept her going. Kept her going. <laughs> um, you want to talk about the new uh, greenhouse and what's in it? Oh, it's, you saw it, right? It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Um, so the new greenhouse is uh, up and it's functioning. And we have it full of plants, and we have more coming. Oh, good. So uh, there's another houseplant order pending. And so if anybody's tired of looking at that poinsettia, you know, <laughs> Never. Which, you know which one I'm talking about. The one Never. On the, the one on the table right over there. The one that yeah. has, doesn't have green leaves that, on it. That one. And, um, <laughs> so, I, wish uh, the, I wish the red leaves would fall off when the green leaves fall off. Feel free to go ahead and throw that poinsettia away. Of what? And, compost pile, compost and, pile. Uh, That's blasphemous. And come and buy a, come and buy a house plant and uh, <laughs> have something pretty to look at. Have you got orchids over there? Uh, we did. We just got some orchids in, some really pretty colors. That's what. That's African what violets. Oh, good. Uh, lots and lots of house plants, ivies and zz plants. And <laughs> ZZ? Well, it stands for Zimmerichal Zimmerifolia, and I, didn't, I wasn't sure you could pronounce that. <laughs> no, ZZ, I couldn't, so, so ZZ's just fine. ZZ plant. It's it's easier to pronounce. Uh, I saw something uh, that people could have fun with at this time of the year. Is You've still got a lot of those uh, bulbs, the uh, amaryllis bulbs. Oh, amaryllis, cool. Yeah. That's a good, you got a good selection over we, there. We do, and I, I think if they plant it now, it might be, for might be ready for Valentine's Absolutely. Day. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Amaryllis for Valentine. Okay. But uh, uh, they got, they got uh, I was surprised how many you still got over there. Well, and they're, they're half price, too. Are they so really? We'll make it even better. Whoa. Oh, what a deal. And uh, speaking of bulbs, I, you've got a lot of onions over there, too. We do, we do have onions in uh, seven different flavors. Yeah. 
Uh, you got a lot of 1015 wild wild with well, that. Well, that's the most popular, so. Yeah. You've what, what is the, up. What is the, is there one of them that's more potent, a red one that. Red, red, Cre- red Creole is the most potent red that we have. We got yeah. some of those, too. Yeah, that's, that, well, that's a nice onion. It's, for those of you that were like to have a little tang for cooking, mm-hmm. that, that Red Creole is a nice, it's easy to grow, too. Onions are super simple. Yeah. All righty, cool. Well, thanks, Trace. So what are, what are you, you doing talk with about that, that asparagus? I'm going to plant it. In a pot. Oh, for around here? I'm going to put it in a pot and see what what happens. Neil Sperry's newsletter uh, this week had a a write-up on uh, asparagus. And uh, talking about uh, if you're growing asparagus now, uh, 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 of course, after it freezes, you cut it down, cut it to the ground. And he was talking about the male and the female plants and... Uh, how the female has little bear, red berries on it, and you don't want the female. And you said this is what? UC-157. UC-157, which is a, the, it's the original hybrid that came out of University of California. But I only have three of them, so that can, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put them in a pot, and uh, if somebody wants to purchase them, they can call up. and. Uh, you only have three of 157? That's all I have, yeah. That's why it was in one hand when I walked over. Oh, here. how did it? How did it? Uh, you don't want the answer to that. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know you could order that few. Of, uh, we didn't. Last. <laughs> okay, right. but uh, Mary and Martha Washington. Now, those will be in. Most of. Those will be in uh, probably at the end of this month, first part of February. Yeah, you don't get any uh, uh, of those male. Hybrids, uh, do you? The, no, uh, it's just uh, the one batch we get in early, and then if we find any UC-157 throughout the year, we will do Yeah, it. yeah. But this may be the only three I ever get this yeah. year. Yeah. Okay, they'll grow. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. Yeah, he made a face. They're, they're just not as attractive as... Uh, uh, the primrose, are they? No, they're not quite. But <laughs> well, they they look they look like they're dead or <laughs> severely dormant. Yeah, looks like they had a run-in with the freeze. There. Yeah, but that this is the time of the year that uh, that they look like that. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And, of course, this is 930 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. What's your gardening goal for 2018? Well, you know what? Millburgers can help you with that goal this year and for years to come. Maybe you're looking for a water garden feature. Millburgers can help you with that. Maybe you just want to improve your yard and make it look nice. Maybe the lawn needs a little help. Millburgers can help you with that. Maybe you've always dreamed of growing fruit trees. 
cons. Millburgers can help you with that. Millburgers carries plants that are specifically recommended for this area and have been tested in South Texas. Millburgers carries the products you need to keep those plants healthy and happy. And the experts at Millburgers, the staff, they know what they're talking about. So you can get the professional advice you need to make sure your gardening experience is A1. That's Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And by the way, head on over to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. You'll find out about all the events that are going on at Millburgers. That's MillburgerNursery.com and Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Dell Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. Are you or your child suffering from attention deficit disorder or hyperactivity issues? If so, it's not because of a drug deficiency. Now there's a natural way to address your lack of focus and concentration. Vox's Attend is a natural three-dimensional product designed to help children and adults alike. Attend helps improve attention and concentration. Before you resort to harsh drugs with potential side effects, Try Attend today. Thousands of people of all ages have benefited from the great results of Attend. Start enjoying the great feeling and staying focused and on task, allowing you to get the most out of your day. Ask for Attend at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations, 624 Southwest Military in Shopper City Mall and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West and Callahan. We are so confident that you will see results with Attend. We are offering you the opportunity to try it risk-free. Remember, if you can't pay attention, you need a 10. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Two Republican legislators in South Carolina proposed a new monument on the state capitol grounds to honor Confederate soldiers, this time commemorating black fighting men who went to battle for the South. This idea is both ill-considered and offensive. First, the estimated 6,000 African Americans who did fight for the Confederacy were mostly slaves and forced to do so. Many deserted when the Confiscation Acts and the Emancipation Proclamation offered freedom to those who crossed Union lines. Second, black soldiers represented less than 1% of the 750,000 white Confederates and a tiny fraction of the 200,000 blacks who served the Union military. Finally, it makes no sense to construct new memorials to those who fought against the United States in an effort to destroy our country. Yes, there may be romance and sentiment associated with the South's lost cause, but conservatives who want support from people of color must unequivocally acknowledge that this lost cause deserved to lose. I'm Michael Medved. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer San Antonio skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer San Antonio. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. 9.30 a.m., the answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons live on the porch out here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And we had a lot of folks who came up and asked questions at the beginning of the show. We'd sure like to see you. There are some folks out here uh, braving the chilly temperatures and doing some shopping. So uh, there's no reason not to come on out. When you come out, bring your Christmas tree if you still got it, and they'll give you 20% off uh, uh, gift certificate uh, for 20% off your next purchase, uh, regularly priced merchandise through the uh, 20, what do we say, the 28th of February, end of February. So come on out and uh, be a part of that. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Kevin mentioned in his article that a lot of the perennial gardens, uh, plants like uh, plumbago and Rorelia and lavender lantana, uh, a lot, a lot of past winters we've uh, uh, seen it, it not get so cold and burn it, burn them back. But I, I was out at the greenhouse walking around the other day, and uh, firebush, of course, is down, uh, uh, and uh, the uh, Rorelias are, are burnt off. But uh, you really don't have to do anything to Rorelia if you if you want to trim that. That dead material off, you'll you'll notice that it it's uh, dead back back to the main cluster. Yeah, you can uh, already already see the kind of the buds. Yeah, squirting you know, the live Co- coming out from the base. Coming up, yeah. But uh, we're gonna miss our, our lavender lantana blooming this this year. Yeah, for I don't know how many years we've talked about how normal it is for it to. Be some have some chain toler- tolerance and bloom well into the winter and yeah. in early spring. It's been a main kind of a mainstay for winter butterflies for sure. Yeah, hummingbirds too. Yeah, but I get I, I guess the the lavender and all the lantanas froze down to their roots. Wouldn't you think? I would. Yeah. I, I mean, they just didn't defoliate. They went all the way to the ground. Yeah, for sure. The those hot weather. Lantanas, but I think you're right. I think the uh, the lavender and the white version of it, also, it's and that's not bad to cut it back to the roots every few years anyway. So, um, but string string mower will work on uh, well, it's a little tough. You got to have a good string mower to to do those big uh, native lantanas. I reworked the uh, plantanswers.com. I finally had to take the poinsettia pictures off, you know, even though I I hated to remove them, but uh, that was it. I finally took them off. And I put some more topics of the month on that you might be interested in reading. Uh, uh, pruning of citrus and pruning after coal damage is the first article that's on there, first write-up that's on there. And uh, you got in your article that uh, uh, it'll take some time to determine the fr- full extent of damage on citrus, but it looks at this satsumas, grapefruit, changshaw, tangerine, navel oranges, calamondins, and kumquats were not damaged, even if you did not cover them. And I think that's that's pretty true. And that, that gives credence to our, you know, people always say, well, how cold can the, orange frost take you know and and people want to do temperature now that temperature varies of course as we've said many times before 
depending on the pre-cold, the pre-hardening that, that it's gone through. Yeah, especially um, with citrus. Yeah, this this year I think we had a little enough cold before that, and it's late enough in the season that uh, it was kind of hardened yeah, off. Yeah, wasn't a, it wasn't a shock. It wasn't a shock to it like uh, new foliage is concerned. Uh, I see them unloading some citrus out here. Uh, now they've got a new shipment of citrus in, and uh, it's covered with uh, new foliage. Been in the nursery and it's covered with new foliage. So if we get out, if, if they start call, talking about uh, uh, low 30s or, or, or mid 20s, uh, and you bought one of these uh, trees from, straight from the nursery, which I hadn't had a chance to get hardened off. Uh, I would recommend that you need to get them now while your supply is good, but I'd recommend that you wait till uh, late February to plant them because of the, the at very the least new wait wait till the the uh, forecast freeze. That's yeah, um, Jerry, did I hear you say that uh, that uh, not very many of them are being grown on their own rootstocks uh, anymore? Uh, that's what I'm. The, the original concept was to grow them on their own rootstock, but so they wouldn't get as big for the backyard, and uh, and they're they're uh, be more cold hardy. A uh, unrooted unru- uh, uh, citrus has uh, more cold hardiness than does a budded citrus, mm-hmm. and then we're all talking two or three degrees again, but. Uh, because of this citrus yellowing and and greening, citrus greening, I'm sorry, that uh, making it so difficult for us to have even have citrus in in Texas, and San Antonio has been blessed in that uh, we're not in one of the quarantine counties, so that's why they can bring all this citrus in. But uh, new grow, we got new growers growing uh, Arctic frost and some of those others, and it's just faster to grow them on a rootstock and graft them. Now, I don't, I don't know what percentage there, there's, I don't know what percentage are being grafted, and, and uh-huh. they may all be being grafted, Cause that, and I'll have to check into that. Yeah, that, may, that makes it uh, more, uh, more emphasis on cold protection. Yeah, because uh, the line... Have one, you know, half of my limes that did sprout from the roots and yeah. put a new top on, but uh, and then of course the lemon, they're, they're notorious. Well, I don't. I guess the, the lemons basically just got defoliated. They didn't right. get full, the stems killed. But basically, basically that pruning of citrus and pruning after cold damage on plantanswers.com, the first topic of the month in red. Uh, talks about, uh, like Calvin says, uh, and a, a very important sentence on citrus, it will take some time to determine the full extent of damage on citrus. Uh, so so if, you've, if you want, didn't cover and you're wondering about your citrus uh, and wondering about pruning, maybe, maybe damage a little foliage on there, the best the best answer to pruning citrus at this time of the year is not to do it. 
because, uh, like I said, you don't know the, we don't know how much coal, much, much, much more coal we're going to have, and we don't know, uh, you know, to the extent of the coal damage. So wait till they sprout. Uh, that'll be uh, first of March, first of the middle of March, when they sp- sprout their new growth after it warm, if it warms up a little bit. And uh, then you can cut off all the dead tissue above, above where it sprouts out, and that's the safest way to to prune citrus. Well, and a lot I, of people, I know you want to go out and do it yeah. now. And a lot of people experienced what they thought was uh, new live wood. Well, it was temporarily, but at the minute the a little heat came came up in the last summer. Then that uh, we had more dieback because there was yeah. obviously stems were injured, right? And right. they didn't, uh, they weren't challenged. Those injuries weren't challenged until there was some some heat, uh, making it difficult to get move nutrients and uh, block vascular system. So so don't yeah, don't jump. A lot of, a lot of us. Gardeners like to be. Oh yeah, like to make tidy the assessment. Up. Yeah, and move to the next, next uh, decision-making point here. But <laughs> just relax if you can. Yeah, especially on the citrus. Now, on the uh, uh, Milton Calvin had to tell us about the uh, low-flying birds. Uh, well, I thought uh, Jerry uh, was going to be <laughs> upset if you did. Yeah, that's right. If I don't mention it, he uh, a, a has to remind the, me. A lot of the cold kill foliage uh, of salvia and esperanza and thrallis and firebush and those types of things, you could cut them back now, cut them back to the ground now because they're going to re-sprout from the ground. But a better overall strategy may be to leave the freeze-killed stem in place for the rest of the winter to provide cover for the wintering birds. He's a great humanitarian. Mm-hmm. Those wintering birds, thank you. <laughs> well, what yeah. about what about us wintering? We don't want to see all that dead dead rubble out there, you know. Melvin, you'll appreciate it too. Uh, Bill from Wild Seed. I mean, from uh, well, Wild Birds. Wild Birds Unlimited, yeah, was uh, enthusiastic about the uh, m- the uh, Martin article that mm-hmm. we had. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he said that that there was a lot of. Uh, of course, he got he was t- telling them the stories about the complications and on Martins, and we were trying to figure out why. Why it was more difficult? It seemed to be more difficult to get martins to come to martin houses out on those ranches. Yeah, around the outskirts of uh, the city than it is on uh, 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 re- residences and uh, open areas in the city. Yeah, uh, one of the theories is that the uh, the, Mar- the martins have just gotten to depend on. Uh, the city, city folks. Yeah, protect the protection that comes from being close to home. But, yeah, that was another one of those. I got uh, a number of emails saying, you know, with these photos, there's, you know, wide open areas, lots of insects. They don't, not excessive spraying at water areas. Why shouldn't this be an ideal Martin place? And then kind of look like it should be to me too so that's what uh, he and i were discussing a little bit 
Well, did but, he give any give any uh, reasons for no, it, that them was, not being in the outskirts? That was just uh, he had that same over the years had that same experience, and he that that's what he came up with was that 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 there is that theory floating around without a really strong uh, logic for it that uh, the Martins are just more comfortable uh, in residential areas. Huh. Well, uh, maybe they want more protection. Yeah. yeah. Now, now the, they don't come back to the same house that they hatched in, do they? Yeah, they, do they? they a lot of times they do, yeah. Okay, so once you get them, yeah, and, you've and, got to and I, and I keep return. Adding, I keep adding houses, and so far I've been getting more and more birds. It's yeah. like a Monopoly board at your house. <laughs> yeah. yeah my, my, Hotels, uh, houses. Uh, I may have to. I'm running out of space. Uh, these <laughs> two new ones I'm working on now may be the, the last two that I need to put in place. But their uh, martins are a lot of fun. They're really interesting. Uh, uh, the, the noise they make, uh, raising the young, uh, you know, everything's visible and obvious. I had one person ask about uh, out there, he said he had lots of hawks, and that may be a problem, but I told him I my neighborhood seems to have lots of hawks. Too. Yeah, yeah, they're just, you know, at the bird feeders and in the woods and and red tail out in the open. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think that necessarily was a was an issue. But that's that's another interesting issue. We can talk about uh, more this spring and uh, this weekend if we want about what your experience with the purple martins there too. All right, again, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free outside of San Antonio. Uh, Alan, if you're listening, you can call us in again from the road uh, at 866-308-8867. Alan's our truck driving gardener. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I was trying to remember what one of Alan's I wonder if Alan can grow anything were. in the truck. I guess not. Yeah. I'm just curious. I have a little <laughs> tomato patch there between the, uh, I guess that wouldn't work. That's a shame. Yeah, Neil, we were talking about orchids a while ago, and Neil Spare got a question because somebody had a, was trying to grow Phalaenopsis orchids after they bloom. Uh, and they, he said, uh, when they finish flowering, I never know how much of the old stem to cut off. This year they're blooming at the ends of the old stems. Do you have any suggestions? I think uh, Neil Neil took that under advisement. Said uh, said uh, so some enthusiasts uh, prefer to trim away most of the old stem, the old flower stem. We do. Yeah, uh, leaving a couple of inches at the base or two or three nodes where the flowers were attached. When you use this latter option, you will have strong, straight stems that are more easily trained to stakes. Uh, other people, however, uh, leave the stems on there until they dry up. You know, they, they'll actually dry, turn from a bright green to a, a brown, and they dry up. And we usually, uh, or some people, just cut them to the point that they're still green. And, now, do you, uh, do you expect blooms to come out? Uh, more yeah, blooms? Yeah, on the on stem. 
said uh, Neil said that he normally leaves the old stem until it turns brown and shriveled. But when I do leave the old stems, my flower spikes are occasionally odd, odd, oddly shaped and hard to manage. So uh, he's saying basically you can do it either way, but uh, probably the the best way is to is to cut them low to low to the to the base of the plant. And with, with all orchids, if you expect them to rebloom, you've got to fertilize, uh, use a, uh, fertilize them about every three to four weeks. Uh, however, our, man, our orchid man in the valley, he was fertilizing his um, weekly. And it was, he had and, amazing yeah. performance. Yeah, on, plant, on .com, if you if you look up uh, under flowers, Look up the the term orchids, and at the bottom of the page, we've got some pictures taken in his greenhouse in Westlaco of uh, some of the orchids that he's produced and using heavy rates of fertility on them. Uh, water cycle. Where is he now? Is he, is he, he's in California. He, yeah, he was quite a innovator. Well, what was his name, Milton? What? The guy, the orchid guy. In the Who? Room. Who? Huh? <laughs> Who? His name, Why? His name uh, is pronounced. <laughs> to change the subject, um, <laughs> did you, uh, you know, folks, folks are Wang. getting. How do you spell that? It's spelled Wong. Uh-huh. Okay, William is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, William. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Thanks for waiting. How can we help you? I have... Uh, ants in a big cottonwood tree. I need a name of some insecticide that would uh, uh, kill a few of them. Uh, are they are they fire ants? Or are they big red ants? Or what are they? No, they're real small ants. I real can't small I can't see where they go back to the ground. I had okay. a, a tree man said it, they stayed in the tree. They're making a Galls look uh, places that he said that there's they feed on some aphids or something in it that that feeds on the tree, but I, I don't I have I'm not what are familiar they with anything like that. A sycamore tree. No, cottonwood tree. Cottonwood tree. It's 15 okay, uh, years old. What I what I would do on that? Uh, you see where they're coming in and going, coming in and out, right? No, I, I can't find where they uh, enter the tree. There's places on right at the ground that the bark is is uh, maybe damaged or or not healthy looking. But I don't I don't really find any ants uh, to to see them. What? Uh, <clears throat> Well, when do you, when do you see the ants? How do you know you've got ants? Well, the tree man said I did. Oh, oh so you haven't seen them yourself? No. It might be something else besides ants. Tree, yeah, I th I think so. Uh, what I was recommending uh, when it, when the, if the temperature warms up, when the temperature warms up, we we'll get these warm spell. Uh, if it's ants, of course, if you're not seeing ants, 
I don't know know about that. I don't know if you have ants. What's happening here? But you you can use some uh, Andro, some Andro uh, fire c- control, and that uh, takes care of, that takes care of the uh, all 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 species of ants. In fact, that's what a lot of people are concerned about using Andro uh, or fire ant baits uh, because they are uh, they do control all ants. But I'm 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 hesitant. If you if you haven't seen ants, okay. I doubt I doubt if you have ants in the in the tree. Oh uh, well, maybe, maybe you're just drumming up a little business or yeah, something like that. that. Well, yeah, but uh, like I said, you can you, you use an andro around the base of the tree, just sprinkling it around the base of the tree, or in the area of the tree. Will take care of fire ants that in the area, as well as the ants which may or may not be in that tree. Okay, I'll do that. Now, yeah, you don't you don't need to hire anybody to take care of that problem. Oh, all right, sir. Appreciate. All right, th- thank you for calling in. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, William. All right, we're going to use this opportunity to take a quick break. So while we do, you give us a call at two one zero. Uh, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free outside of San Antonio, it's uh, 866-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. What's your gardening goal for 2018? Well, you know what? Millburgers can help you with that goal this year and for years to come. Maybe you're looking for a water garden feature. Millburgers can help you with that. Maybe you just want to improve your yard and make it look nice. Maybe the lawn needs a little help. Millburgers can help you with that. Maybe you've always dreamed of growing fruit trees. Cons. Millburgers can help you with that. Millburgers carries plants that are specifically recommended for this area and have been tested in South Texas. Millburgers carries the products you need to keep those plants healthy and happy. And the experts at Millburgers, the staff, they know what they're talking about, so you can get the professional advice you need to make sure your gardening experience is A1. That's Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And by the way, head on over to millburgernursery.com. That's Millburger nursery.com you'll find out about all the events that are going on at millburgers that's millburgernursery.com and millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy road here's some great news if you miss the deadline to sign up for health insurance or more importantly if you signed up for a plan that you're just not happy with you still have a choice it's called metashare metashare is a christian healthcare sharing program that's been around for 25 years and they have hundreds of thousands of members all across the country and get this over the years MediShare members have shared more than $1 billion of each other's medical bills. Best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is about 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money. Think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have a lot to offer? Well, 
Think again. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. Here's the number to find out more, and there's no pressure. They're super easy to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray, and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors, we get the landlord off your bottom line. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, 930 AM, the answer goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside a radio. We are now everywhere you are, and you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous on iTunes, on iHeart, on our own app, on our website, on conservativeradio.com, on your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer San Antonio skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer San Antonio. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. 9.30 a.m., the answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. James is back on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi there, James. What's going on? Hey, you guys are talking Purple Martin. Yeah. Yeah, they um, just sent me a catalog, the Purple Martin Conservation Association. I've been a member forever. Uh, and you can't ask them a question about Purple Martins that they don't don't know. It's uh, they got a website too. Cool. www.purplemartins.org, and they also have a scout. Uh, if you see a scout, you know, early in the season. You can uh, get them online and make your report, and they ask you where you are and what did you see, and, and they do the, the scout report every year. It's a real good organization for you uh, Martin landlords that, uh, you know, have fun with the Martins. So the deal, the website is purplemartin.org? Well, www.purplemartin.org is their website, and... Uh, they got it all, man. It's Purple Martin heaven over there. Now, <laughs> did you have Purple Martin houses and everything? I'm guessing oh, you, you better do. believe it, man. We've been doing that forever. Uh, I've got the Al guards and the Hawk guards 
And uh, the, a lot of you guys don't believe that a Lindheimer rat snake can crawl up that pole and eat those little babies, but uh, I'll guarantee you they can't. They've got a, a pole guard to keep those snakes out of those nests and all that happy stuff for you uh, guys that really want to get going on that. There it is, purplemartin.org. Cool. It's not, It's a pretty website. Yeah, uh, they got sparrow traps for the new people that are starting out. That uh, you know, you gotta you gotta trap those sparrows because they're not going away. So, what is your definition of a scout? Well, they're just the just the early birds that are coming in. Uh, okay. And when you'll you'll hear their their song, like Calvin was saying about the sound they make. You'll hear their song, and then you'll go, what's that? And then you'll see them, and then you can figure out. See, if you get the catalog, then you know if it's, it's a male or a female or a young one or an old one, so you can you can make your report on the scouts and uh, kind of track them as they come up through South Texas. If How do you know the, if they're a young one or old one, just by the, well, the if sound that they make? Well, if you look at your catalog, uh, uh, Jerry, if you look at this catalog, they sent because I'm a member. They got adult males, adult females, sub-adult males, sub-adult females, hatching year, and they got all these pictures in here. Uh, even a a guy like me can figure it out. So uh, if you, you mean you mean they got pictures of these different categories? Yes, sir. So, and that's all on that website. But if you're a member, they send you a, a nice little catalog uh, this time of the year to get your thoughts going in the purple martin direction okay so why are they called scouts if they don't really scout well you, you can you can go on they the used website to think they, they used to think they did scout yeah uh, so, well there's you can come down on a lot of sides on that scout business that's uh oh <laughs> you kind of need to research that but the Purple Martin Conservation Association has got it all, man. It's one-stop okay. shopping, and you can't do better than that. That's a good, well, that's thanks, a good tip. That's a good order. Well, have fun. All right. Okay, you take care. Calling. Bye-bye. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Then if you want to get uh, just as uh, radical in favor of bluebirds, the Bluebird Association is is a pretty aggressive uh, Oh, wonder. yeah. Great place to get a lot of good information too. Huh. Yeah, bargains on uh, bluebird houses, so it can be a lot of fun. But uh, the Mar- uh, James is right; the Martins are really interesting. Um, those songs or the noise they make is pretty distinctive, and they get pretty demanding. They get used to they're loud. Yeah. You get a bunch of them. They uh, yeah, we had someone. I don't know what's going to happen to him this year. He moved, and he took his home, houses with him. Oh, really? Yeah, so we're going to have a bunch of homeless uh, Martins You now. better get yourself a new I know. house and get it up there. Maybe they'll so. they'll be knocking on your door. But, yeah, they. oh, he got so much pleasure. We'd, we'd walk by his house walking the dog, and he would show you the Martin houses and how many birds he had, and he would just talk and talk and talk and talk about them, and uh, they, they really... Uh, Became part of his world, uh, he, and he put up two. He had one, uh, and then he got a second one, kind of like you, with all yeah. that. So yeah, it was it's really cool. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. If you want to reach out to us, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 
So have you pulled all your debris out of your garden yet, your tomatoes and stuff? I pulled the tomatoes and the eggplants. Um, I've kind of my greens are uh, still doing all right. I pulled the uh, cauliflower out. Yeah. Because I, I didn't expect any uh, re And I'm, I'm trying to get the the onions to start. And uh, uh, sweet peas are doing fine. Oh, they didn't freeze back? They didn't freeze back. They wow. got kind of flattened a bit, but they uh, they look good. In fact, I got, reminds me, I've got to get the uh, fruit picked off of them. Uh and then the uh, sweet peas still time the people can post. Oh yeah, sweet peas and and the English peas, and the sugar snaps too. Sugar, yeah, sugar snaps. I always find those are easiest to grow. They're fast and yeah, uh, you and you can, can eat get, everything. On them. You can let them get big if you want, but you, oh, you yeah. can also just use them as uh, as the greens before the the, the uh, peas actually right. form in there. I, I, I you like. You eat them at any stage, and they're sweet. Yeah, I like them. I think they're really a great, a great plant for uh, for us here. And, and we've you, got seed. Uh, we got them on the seed rack here, Melbourne. And you can use them for salads, and of course, main feature vegetables, and um, and, they, and they're easy to grow. Use your old, uh, use your tomato uh, cages as a trellis. Yeah, it works fine. So basically, everything in your garden got, is killed, right? I All mean, the I mean, it's time to start preparing for yeah, the yeah. I started digging my potato trenches. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Have, yeah, basically, basically, yeah. I'm just pulling. Yeah, when you when you're digging around, Neil had a question that said. Uh, that they're getting the garden ready for spring, and they've come across grub worms. Uh, should we apply an insecticide? And uh, we get this question every year when people start rototilling or digging. They come up with come up with grubs. All grubs are not uh, are not uh, detrimental. In other words, all grubs don't eat eat your desirable plants. So. It's because you're seeing some grubs, and they're at such an age of uh, maturity that uh, no insecticide will kill them. Yeah, they're, they're just, getting ready to turn into June bugs. They're yeah, it's just a waste of insecticide. They're because yeah. they are they're just getting ready for that transition. What did he say? He said next. Uh, when, yeah, he said uh, application early of insecticide summer. when needed should be made in midsummer. Yeah, May May June, June is a good time to treat for them if you got a problem the other he made another good point is that the amount we all of us especially raised bed gardens you see grubs but but if you're you're not seeing them in five or six grubs per square foot of soil area you're really no problem yeah you don't have enough that are going to be a major problem for your uh garden it's not like cutworms or something yeah a few cutworms can do a lot of damage yeah it seemed like an entomologist i forget how many they said they'd t- take a square oh, we're talking lawns now take a square foot area and and dig it up and look for see it seemed like if you didn't it seemed like 12 keeps jumping in my oh, mind really i thought it was much lower than less that. yeah 
But uh, but it, you needed to treat if you saw yeah. that many growing. And the lawns are real easy to treat because there's so many good lawn insecticides, and you can put them in right. nowadays. Right. Put them in uh, end of May or early June, and they last. Effective, not only effective for the grubs, but uh, also if you've got uh, uh, what are our other uh, well, uh, the the wireworms. No, they get in potatoes. No, they no for uh, in the lawn the the chinch bugs. Chinch bugs. Yeah, okay. chinch bugs. takes them out too. So yeah, hmm. so that's good for lawns. All right, we need to begin wrapping up today. Anything else you guys want to cover real quick? Uh, we got Not mention? that we can't cover tomorrow. Okay. What, are you going to mention the Rose Rustlers? Or yeah. Do you think we might interview? No, we'll talk to Greg. So, y'all, those are your copies to read, so you know That's you great. know what he's talking about. A new book. Yeah. By Greg, Greg Grant, Grant and Bill Welch. Looks great. All right, so we're going to begin to wrap up right now. We want to thank everybody that came out to Millburgers today and enjoyed uh uh, David's adult gardening presentation on growing fruit in the yard. Uh, by the way, if you want to know what's coming up next at Millburgers, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Roy for doing a great job getting all the calls on the air and making it sound so good and giving us the weather. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We will see you tomorrow right here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.